officially here it is the 16th of july jersey judah red pill party podcast the chapel of the crimson capsules is back once again and boy if you thought the day before was busy i still have an episode that's about two hours and some change that i did before the episode i did last night So I did a total of like five hours of recording. I think today is going to be similar. We got so much to go through that doing this shit one part would would probably take four hours. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Now, I have done four hour recordings in the past. I will not be doing that anytime soon. I'm trying not to do three hour episodes. So at the very least, if I can... If I can stop at two hours, then I'm cool. And if there's more, if there's more to discuss, if I still have videos left, then we will go through them on another time, which most likely in this case will be right after. But because of the heat and how things are, 
with this humidity right now, it's going to be kind of difficult for me to do so in reasonable fashion. But we'll worry about that when the time comes. All right. Right now, a lot of things to talk to talk about. I want to call this episode Fee Fails in Retail. Fee Fails in Retail. Uh, but we'll go through that a little bit later. That will just be a chain. This will be like a chain type of thing. Where like before, if you notice, I talked about the sex recession. I reiterated it and made a, uh, an entire episode of that. So I may do something similar. We have video responses from, once again, Real American Negro. We also have Courtney Ryan with... Um, I like this chick. She's 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 a she's a she's an attractive one. She's a looker. She's definitely a looker. But um, she has a lot of uh, I would say red pill light contact content. And I don't say that as an offense to her. It's just women are starting to learn about the manosphere. And I think women have a lot to offer into the manosphere. I've said this before. I don't shy away from, oh, man, I don't want this woman to be able to speak about. Come on. Especially when a lot of these women like Melanie King are actually saying and explaining a lot more things within the within the red pill male space than a lot of men. So good content creator. Uh, I think with that video, she's going to be asking women and women are going to tell us about a simp and what is simping, what's being a simp. And I think it's very important to get a female's perspective, especially on this. Also, we have a content creator called Truth XO. Truth Booth, excuse me. Truth Booth XO. And that's another video in which we talk about something that we talk about a little bit on here. We might get in a little bit more detail. The Dubai Porter Potty ritual that these women go through. When they get flown out through Dubai, get shit on, pissed on, get violated, and then come home fifteen dollars to $20,000 richer. Also, we have a guy, I believe he's like a dating coach, but we'll, we'll forgive him for that. How to Beast. That is How to Beast. And I believe he talks about the sexless, uh, the sexless men in our society today. So this is sort of a reiteration of what I've been talking about for the past two days. But it's going to be fresh because we're going to be mentioning a lot more things. Speaking of that, we also have a guy named uh, Nero Angelo, a black pill content creator. We're going to be going over his views on height and how that affects men. All right. So, um, yeah, man, we we, we got something. We definitely got a, a lot of shit to discuss. I don't want to waste any time. I don't want to bullshit y'all. I just want to jump right into the fuckery. And let me see. We're going to start with the American Ninja. So without, well, the American Negro, right? So without further ado, let's jump right into discussion. This is the Negro Ninja. And the day before I dropped the last video, I saw a whore on Instagram preaching again, okay? And she was all over the place talking about evolution, talking about the shape of the earth, math, and we was basically getting on her, asking her, do she believe in, do she worship Jesus? 
And her response was that she would never give a man that much power over her. I wonder if y'all realize like how this whole society affects everything. So now women are essentially spiritual manifestations. It's all about the universe and being one with nature, a.k.a. being nothing but a whore. Nothing but a fucking, a, 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 a human fucking sex object. That's all women strive to be. So once women start yapping about the universe and shit like that, trust me, guys, this is a red flag and a half. Okay. No, I find this whole scenario timely because a few days ago, I was reading about Solomon again, and I just got done not that long ago. And we know why Solomon turned over to the dark side. Okay, it's because of bitches that did not <laughs> worship God, as it says in First Kings 7 through 8. It reads, Then Solomon built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Molesh, the abomination of the Ammonites, on the mountain east of Jerusalem. And so he did for all his foreign wives who made offerings and sacrificed to their gods. Okay. Now, Solomon is known for knowing bitch nature to a T, but simply knowing bitch nature does not protect you from bitch. <laughs> the word of God does. The armor of God does, which Solomon decided not to put on when dealing with these bitches. Okay, you cannot deal with bitches without putting on the armor of God. Okay. And the women that he dealt with is similar to the one that I just described from the Instagram's live stream trying to preach. Okay. Now Solomon talks about quarrelsome women okay, and being vexed by women quite a bit. Okay. And one thing I notice about people that like to vex is they have a lot to say. They got a ton to say, particularly about what you should be doing. All right, so let me break this down even further. Solomon had women that were not of God. Okay, he had a thousand women that did not worship God. Matter of fact, it was specifically from the tribes God said not to deal with. Now, before y'all get any, like, bullshit, if I hear any bullshit, like, understand something. The Bible is a book. I'm going to say that again. It's going to offend some people. I get it. The Bible is a book written by man. There were several books. There were several books that is rumored to still be in the Vatican as we speak. These books are like hidden knowledge. Um, the book of Enoch, the book about the falling angels, these angels who were cast out of heaven before being sent down to hell, they stopped, made a pit stop on earth, taught humans how to use medicine, taught humans how to kill, how to make weapons, etc., then there were sexual entities that were considered falling angels as well, which corrupted women. 
right? Why, look, and, and I'll prove it to you. If if the Bible was all bullshit, why is there more of the presence of the spirit of Jezebel? Why do we constantly get the reminder that we are in Babylon? We are in the end times. The dysfunction that is now taking place is now being seen as normal. And the normal, the, 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 the blatant hell that is breaking loose, right? There'll be a couple people who read the Bible once and feel that they fucking know everything. But the reality is they don't really know shit. They, they still a little wet behind the ears. So when you understand, like, female nature is, is also displayed in the Bible. That was one of the things that truly kept me in faith of God was the fact that even from Adam and Eve, you see the corruption of Adam from Eve. You see the corruption of Adam from Eve to take a bite of the forbidden fruit and, and essentially be a fucking simp and pedestalize a woman. Do everything and do anything just to get the approval of a woman, including putting your life in jeopardy. All of these things are in the Bible. Okay. All right. Now, how did the vexing get to Solomon? All right, let me break it down even further. Bitches are the world, and the world is a bitch. Okay. And remember the previous example that when the environment love you, the hoes love you. Okay. Now, why would one have hatred from the environment because you don't fit in? Okay, you're the outlier. So they see you, and they just start... Uh, you know, mobbing and attacking. Okay, very similar to those Frankenstein movies where the villagers come and mob Frankenstein's <laughs> castle. Okay, or like that Michael Jackson ghost video to where the dude was like, you up here living by yourself. Okay, he's not a part of them. You know that that's like one of the, yo, I want to say this right now. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. If y'all remember that shit, like when like Michael Jackson had this Halloween special, it was like Reese. It was like it was probably a couple years before he died, man. Maybe three years before he died. But it was this. You know how Michael Jackson does his music videos and shit. Like he does. Like he's a fucking genius, bro. Like he's a fucking genius. So like his his music video was like a, a thirty minute long fucking mini movie, and this nigga is just like you know, dancing like he's still, like, in the fucking 80s and shit. But I remember that shit growing up and watching it and going, like, wow. Because, like, motherfuckers grew up. Like, motherfuckers grew up. And, like, with Michael Jackson, everybody... And I had this conversation with, like, a couple of old heads, like, two weeks ago. Everybody, every generation knows who Michael Jackson is. Like, dude... Besides the generation that comes up now, they may have to literally look back. But like my my generation and growing up and remembering like uh, 
Thriller, even though Thriller came out earlier, but as I gotten older, Thriller and shit like that. But the older generation, when they grew up, they knew Michael Jackson in the Jackson 5. You see what I mean? So, like, it's, it's very, like, somebody like Michael Jackson, that motherfucker is, like, he's timeless. And people will still talk about Michael Jackson 50 years from now. Random side note. Okay. So naturally, they see you as bad. Okay, but for the most part, they just try to turn you into one of them. But if you ain't going to be one of them, you're not going to have no peaceful life. Okay, now taking this back to the wife thing, this inadvertently describes what a saying comes from. Happy wife, happy life. Which is also proof that one is not even in control if they even have to say something like that. Okay, quarrelsome women do not like to be led. They want to do the leading. Okay, now once again, that's something that Solomon talks about a lot. Or at least he described in detail very vividly because he knows. Okay, now I'm pretty sure that was the young Solomon that even wrote those scriptures about bitch like that anyway. Okay, because young Solomon is very different than the old Solomon. God would not have given the kingdom of Israel to the old Solomon because he was the one that turned away. Dude. You know what's, you always know, you know what, like I thought about it, like you know what's really gangster about the Bible? And you know what's just gangster about God and, and the disciples and shit? Like, God seeked out all, like, essentially misfits, murderers, motherfuckers who were just out of pocket and in, in, in the sense of what we would consider to be an earthbound criminals and terrible human beings. God chose those motherfuckers. That's some gangster shit. It ain't like God is looking for angels and he decides to go to a Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he decides, you know what? I need some strong followers. I'm going to go to the local Starbucks because I know all of those people are courteous and kind. He's going to be like, no, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the hood. <laughs> I'm going to the street corners because that's where the, that's where the fighters is at. That's where the gladiators is at. That's where the Warriors is at. Motherfucker ain't gonna go to no Starbucks. Look at John. Uh, Paul was Paul was Paul the murderer? I forgot what Paul was. But all the disciples are a bunch of thugs. The disciples are like thugs, bro. Like that's that's all. Like essentially speak. Like if you take away the grace and the way that it's written down in the book. You got a murderer, a rapist, you got this guy, that guy, and all of these people have gotten accepted <laughs> into God's gang. That's what pretty much <laughs> it was God's gang. They said, he said, I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have my team with me right here. This nigga's a hitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a killer, a a, a reformed killer, <laughs> a reformed cheater. So I got a nigga that's good with bitches, a nigga that's good with his hands. And beating bitches up, beating motherfuckers up when it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. That's why, like, it was it's only it's only the older generation that gets that that takes um that takes youth away from God. 
when you tell a person that you have to follow God, you're not going to genuinely follow God. If you become a fucking disgrace and a piece of shit, and then you find God, to me, that's more organic than being raised and told that you have to believe in something. And like when when I say follow God or or believe in God, I don't go to church. Fuck church. Church is one of the most wicked places and establishments and, and, uh, and essentially an institute within this country, especially in the black community. Before sweet niggas was on, before sweet niggas, before zesty niggas was twerking in BET, we had a couple of fruity ones in church service. Let's keep it real, guys. All right, I'm black. I came from I came from uh, Baptist, uh, Methodist, well, Baptist, Baptist, African African Methodist Epistle, uh, and there's a there's one other form of churches that I grew up in. Essentially, I grew up in two years here four years over here and I'm in like close and walk I'm in walking proximity of of one church that I grew up going to then literally down the same street maybe like half a mile down the street there's another church that I grew up going to and I realized of all of these establishments there's nothing but a bunch of wicked demons and bastards in the pulpit there's nothing but pimps whoremongers for your money just like these shitty ass PUAs, false prophets. <laughs> How do these PUAs are false prophets? You know what I'm saying? I'm putting this shit together like a puzzle. It's all going to make sense. But <laughs> you got so much corruption within the church. I seen this uh, documentary a couple days ago. The documentary was something like Mega Churches Exposed. Go to YouTube and put in mega churches exposed in the search engine. And you'll not only find one documentary, you'll find several documentations uh, displaying how Creflo Dollar, T.D. Jakes, Eddie Long's dead wicked ass and and numerous other um, 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 evangelists and prosperity pastors, prosperity pimps take the common folks money and buy jets, planes, fucking 20 bedroom houses, like shit compounds. But you got these niggas looking like fucking, um, these niggas look like Mussolini. These niggas is buying compounds. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like wicked shit. And I'm not going to speak on a certain guy that I've mentioned on this show because he has a lot of dirt on his name and I'm not going to be another black person to put him down over over allegations. Let's just say that. Over some allegations, we're not going to put the name we're not going to put the uh the man's name in the dirt. Especially when you got a guy, now I'll talk about this guy because now he's becoming suspect. Anthony the Dream Johnson, known for 21 Studios, and at the very beginning honestly known for getting me fully into what is considered the red pill and red pill awareness is on this smear campaign 
for Jesse Lee Peterson. Right. Now y'all know Jesse Lee Peterson. If y'all don't, if y'all don't know Jesse Lee Peterson, you may have heard um, this soundbite before. Are you close to your father? Not really. That guy. He's like nine. This nigga's like a dinosaur. This nigga's old as shit. Okay. Old as fuck. And he's getting all these allegations. Apparently, he's on some. Uh, he he's doing a lot of Pride Month activities. Which, if he's a regular human being, and if he doesn't consider himself a man of God, if he didn't consider himself a preacher, if he wasn't out here exposing the devil and all this other shit that these niggas talk about, then it would be okay. Like, all right, the guy is gay, right? We just got through Pride Month. Do we really want to act up already? <laughs> Let these niggas do the twinkle, twinkle, little star twirl and dance and all this shit. Let them do it. Who the fuck cares? But when you're supposed to be a man of God and you profess, you know, this guy is a very known figure, which is why I'm not going to put any dirt on his name because a lot of people like Anthony the Dream Johnson's already doing this shit. So what I'll say is I'll expose one aspect of this whole thing. You got a lot of people saying that they're the president of the manosphere, the president. So we already had the godfather of the manosphere. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Even though I think that that's a joke too. I don't think there's any godfather here. We're not whacking. We're not killing people. This isn't the mafia. We don't need godfathers. This isn't really a political movement. We don't need presidents. We just need people to represent their portion of what they got to bring to the fucking table. But all these motherfuckers get caught up in the same type of BS. And it's always the same suspects. It's always Anthony the Dream Johnson. First, it was Anthony the Dream Johnson and Rolo Tomasi. That turned ugly. Then it was Anthony the Dream Johnson and I think Richard Cooper. That got ugly. Then it was Donovan Sharp and Anthony the Dream, uh, the Dream Johnson. And all, Anf- all this dude does is slander people. Like ridiculously slam people, slander people. Now it's one thing, and keep in mind the 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 attributes of a snake are like none other. The snake, <clears throat> right, was in relationships or not like relation like business relationships with all these people. So things gotten so bad that you forget that you have all this content with these men and how much work and dedication that they brought into it, whether people like them or not. That's the difference between me and these other guys. These other guys are too set on ego. My ego is not big enough, essentially, for content creators because to be a content creator, because I would spend too much time uh, giving respect to the ones who were doing this shit before me. Because like I said, I know I'm not bigger. I'm not I'm not bigger than the program. I'm just glad that I got in line with this way of thinking rather than being a fucking simp and pedestalizing pussy. What? See, 
it's it's very easy to break this down to a man, even a man who would be who we would consider blue pill, which is essentially what you were before you became red pill aware. It's almost like I said, it's the high school senior freshman dynamic. You've been a freshman before. So why bully him when you're older and when you feel bigger? You're a coward. You're a pussy. You're a piece of shit. And I can remember telling motherfuckers in high school that I was doing the freshman beatdown shit. I'll fight every single one of these motherfuckers face to face. But y'all not going to jump me on no bullshit. I'll stab one of y'all niggas. That's how I was coming in high school. To be like, honestly, that's how I was coming in high school. Because during this time, like, uh, was it Matthew Shepard? I think it was Matthew Shepard. And like a lot of like gay people were getting killed and like bullies and shit were getting killed or bullies were going out killing niggas. And it was kind of at that time, if you were an outcast, you had to prove you had to prove that you wasn't taking any shit. If you're if you were an outcast, you had to prove that you're you're willing to, to punch a motherfucker in his eye. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and being willing to, to stand your ground and shit as a man, as a young man. High school for me was like gladiator school. Just a bunch of fucking thugs and gladiators and shit. But it's always a it's always like the same suspects. Oh, um, JLP, JLP did the whole uh, convention. I think it has something to do with money in the convention, which is the reason why this guy Anthony the Dream Johnson is going so hard. But hey, man. A lot of people will still acknowledge him as the president, just like a lot of people still acknowledge Kevin Samuels as um, the godfather of the manosphere. Like I said, we're not hitmen. We're not catching bodies. There don't need. There doesn't need to be godfathers, right? As men, we need to promote ourselves as leaders for the potential youth that is coming up, because they're already going into the fucking wildfire. <laughs> They're, they're walking right in. Like, imagine teens, not even teens, preteens at this point, right? Before getting into, like, the dynamic of what we were taught. So I'm 33. So as a millennial, what we were taught to what Generation Z is taught. And uh, what is it? I think the next one is Generation Alpha, believe it or not, which is beyond irony. Beyond irony. They're going to delete... Not delete, but you know what I mean. They're going to try to get rid of that masculine character, which is kind of like what they do is what women are doing now is they're making they're trying to create nice guys while still fucking bad boys and chads. So they'll say things like, oh, well, nice guys deserve a chance and all this other shit. And it gets all these nice guys wild up. It's that blue pill magic that I talk about. It's blue pill fuel for these guys. It's like, oh, okay, I knew I was doing it right. I just got to find that special someone. And, they, and, and they're the same way. They're going right into the wildfire. These dumbass, retarded, simp-ass niggas don't even know what's coming. To his wives. Okay, and God flat out, flat out tells you to never date outside of Israel. Okay, but you know, this is modern times. So that pretty much applies to anybody, whether they are Hebrew, Israelite or not. Okay, you do not deal with women that worship idols and other gods. 
Okay, because God knows that man has the need to want to love. Okay, and when a man loves a woman that is not loving him back, he begins to project that onto her, basically making her into something that she is not. Okay, trying to see the good in the situation. Okay, basically doing what the guy on Castaway did to the ball, Wilson. He made Wilson into company, his, you know, somebody to talk to when it's just a stupid ball. <clears throat> so what I think he's describing is like the Captain Sabaho energy. I've had the Captain Sabaho energy. I think a lot of men, especially younger men, growing up, developing as men, you're gonna you're gonna face more conflict in that terms of it's like being tempted and like just that in a sense of you'll be so desperate that the one woman that you'll find you'll do anything I'm gonna show you the pattern this is how men become who they are today in a lot of ways a woman a man will spend twice as much time as a woman will spend finding somebody because. Unlike men, women already have essentially a selection, a pre-selection, a group of guys who are already looking at her. She just has to pick who she feels is compatible with her. The guy not only has to find a woman that's compatible, but he doesn't have a pre In some cases, depending on where he's at with a sexual market value, he may even be above average and still have only like two, three women who are interested in him. And it's not because of his looks, it's because of his environment and certain women's appeal or certain women's interest goes beyond the above average guy. See what I'm saying? So guys will, will just simp the fuck out because like I said, the sex recession, guys are just trying to get anything and everything. Guys are more likely to swipe right, 65%, I believe. 65% of the time on, you know, Tinder, they're more likely to, uh, to swipe right, which is like, I think, like approve or uh, accept, you know, get a woman's like or whatever. They're more like, they're more likely to do that. Women do it 6.5%. So think about it. You, you have one side in which a guy will go as far as turning a sex object into a housewife. In the same way he's talking about on Castaway, when Tom Hanks turned the fucking soccer ball and shit, Wilson <laughs> created a character from an object and genuinely connected to that character, even though that character had no general connection to him. Similar to a lot of modern day females. A volleyball, I think. Okay. And in many ways, that is the that is the um basis of idolatry. Yep, idol worship. Okay. Idol worship. Put love into a lifeless object. Cook. Like, you know these particular bitches here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cook. That is the basis of idolatry. Okay. Now going back to the example of, you know, the the environment trying to mob you because you don't fit in. All right. <clears throat> I want to talk about uh, idolatry. 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 Idolatry is idol worship. Okay. Idolatry. Matter of fact, I haven't done this in a while. One second. 
Here's the definition of idolatry, the worship of idols. Right? Idolatry, the worship of idols, okay? Similar, extreme admiration, love, love. Hold on, let me say that again. <clears throat> extreme admiration, love, or reference for something or someone. Hello. So idolatry can be men pedestalizing pussy. Ding, 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 ding. Maybe pornography isn't bad. The only thing that's bad is the man who worships and idolizes the porn stars. Maybe. Maybe idolatry is a representation of women and their search of high value men. Because they objectify and turn the man into profit the same way that a man can sexualize a woman and turn her into essentially a prostitute. See, there's really that parallel, that shift is really where looks and money divide. Men will purely go off of looks before money and women today will simply go off of money before looks. Because it's a poly, it's, a, it's sort of like a polyamory uh, sub subculture that's taking place, where it's not really about the quality of the man's character, but literally the quality of the man's lifestyle. Hello. Okay, the only way Solomon was going to get peace with his demonic wives was to be demonic. <laughs> okay, so over time, all the chorus quarrelsome behavior. All the vexing started getting to him, okay? We all reached low points. Okay, and we... Hold up. They're called the vex. Yo, dig this. Destiny think they're slick. See, I knew there were some biblical undertones in Destiny, but I didn't really think about it until just now. So the vex and Destiny 1 and 2 are like these sub, these the sub like human slash alien slash robotic beings and shit that appear out of fucking like, I, I forgot what they consider that shit, but in Destiny 1 and 2, that's the, you know, the shooting game, you know what I mean? The game that was created by Bungie that was once involved in Halo, they were involved with that. But yeah, now I understand why they, wow, that's crazy. They think they slick. We hit low points. We need encouragement. Okay, so naturally, we start listening to ideas. Okay, because we are looking for comfort in an uncomfortable situation. Okay, you're drowning and you're grasping for air. You're not picky about where this air is coming from. You just want it in your lungs. You just need some relief. Okay, and that's what it gets you. You want the pain to stop. You want to be able to just breathe. Now, one has to wonder, why would one even be in a situation to where they can't breathe anyway? Why would your head be underwater? Because they are the ones that's putting your head underwater. Like, what? I don't even think that's the case today. <clears throat> I think within the same context of how he's speaking, I think men today choose to go in deep waters and they and, and they choose the risk of drowning. 
dealing with the modern day female. Now, it's always a mystery where these women talk about they'll get into a relationship with a guy and you always see the patterns with these bitches, man. It's the same fucking patterns. You you'll see you'll see a woman switch up at just the right time where you actually start investing in a bitch. Like imagine like imagine buying a car, right? As soon as you start making car payments, the transmission starts fucking up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, well, fuck, I'm already, I'm already having to invest in this now. And you already know with a lot of women today, you know, their miles aren't necessarily going to be superb off top. Duh. You know, most of these bitches are going to be essentially ran through. Um, When you're 33 years of age, like myself, I think a lot of men need to hear what I'm about to say. So as you get older, you do in a lot of ways, if you take care of yourself, you you do get better. Now, I'm a testimony of that, but I've always essentially been in, for the most part, in shape for most of my, most of my years. I didn't start getting heavier until two years ago, and that put me to, I wasn't even depressed at that time. I just remember, if you remember me saying there's two forms of not giving a fuck, the one not giving a fuck is bad because you stop taking care of yourself. The other, the other not giving a fuck is good because you don't care about what others think. And that gives you more of the room to do what you need to do. Right. I didn't. Like I said, I wasn't depressed like two years ago. It was 2020. Well, you know, COVID dropped like like a mixtape. And it, and it took wave, man. It took over. Definitely affecting the airwaves, <laughs> both physical and um, through media. You see? But I gained, I gained close to 20 pounds, guys. I was, I was roughly, I was close to being 240. <clears throat> That's right. Two, I was close to being 240 pounds. I remember being 238. And I. it wasn't until I seen how much I weighed to where I actually sat back and go, wow, I got to do something right away. Fast forward today, 212 pounds. I think I have a little bit more weight to go, but I, I'm kind of comfortable with what I am now. I just know that if I lose more, if I lose any more weight, then I will essentially have to buy new clothes. And I don't feel like doing all that right away. So <laughs> I know that's a poor excuse not to lose weight. <laughs> Yo, imagine that, man. <laughs> that's like, wouldn't that be like the prime example of like gluttony? Like if someone says, I know I need to lose weight, but I just, I can't afford buying new clothes right now. So I'm just going to stick where I'm going to stick with where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah, I was 240. And uh, luckily for me, my metabolism was somewhat, it's still on point. I can eat a good amount of food, but I'm able to break it down 
and I, I would typically eat one time a day. I'll eat one good meal. And that will be definitely towards nighttime. You know what I mean? During the daytime, I stay hydrated. I drink a lot of herbal teas. Herbal iced teas. I don't like um, like hot tea and shit unless I'm actually sick. A lot of green tea. And, you know, certain snacks just to keep my blood sugar where it's at. You know what I mean? I don't try to starve myself, but I do, I do consider it some form of fasting. So... Anyway, let's get back to the video. Okay, like how they torture them to break them for information. Okay, but in this situation, they want you to listen to the information they want to give you. <laughs> okay, are you done? Are you going to listen? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going to listen. Okay, and that's basically what all that is about. Okay, God makes sure he tells men to be careful of the woman they pick because he knows that Satan used the woman. Mwah. I told to you get him to fall in love. What you think what you think um Eve was? Fucking a fucking disgrace. That's what Eve was. I'm not going to say God fucked up cuz that that would just sound <laughs> That would just that would just be the most terrible thing that I would ever say. And trust me, I've said some heinous shit on a religious and spiritual sense. Because I was taught the path, well, people, some people are taught their pathway through God has to be from a church. Their pathway to God have to be from a book. And I strongly disagree with that. It's not that the people that God chosen knew the fucking Bible. These people were fucking murderers. That's why I said, if you think about it, the gangsterism of God is ba is, is solely like almost like a mob, like <laughs> almost like a mafia God father type of person. He chose his disciples. He knew he needed a hitter. He needed a couple thieves. <laughs> he needed, he needed an entourage of of misfits, what 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 were the disciples? A band of misfits, but still chosen by God. So that's why the people who act holier than thou, they're playing a the character. Because biblically, none of these people acted holier than thou in biblical. Why? Because they were murderers. <laughs> They were sinners. Some prostitutes. They, God, God had went to a lot of the prostitutes during the biblical days. Yes, bitches was selling pussy back then. And they're selling it today. Okay? That's just the reality of it. And I believe, and I know for a fact, Women as a whole, including black women, have turned away from that aspect. They've turned their backs on that way of thinking, if you will. And whatever result that they feel that they're going to get from it, good riddance. I'm not dealing with these wicked ass bitches, man. A lot of these women are wicked. And if and I'm not saying that I'm chosen or anything of that nature. It's just I don't want to be corrupted. 
a lot of these women get corrupted, man. They get corrupted. That forbidden fruit for those women is endless sex and the possibility of still finding a man. That's her forbidden fruit. Um, the hookup culture can be to consider can be uh, uh, compared to or aligned with the forbidden fruit. Polyamory, that's right. Polyamory could be a representation of the forbidden fruit. Although biblically, during a different time where the court systems and uh, judges and all that shit didn't exist, a marriage was something different. Now it isn't. So when all these retarded, goofy, religious motherfuckers try to bring up, well, being married is very important because in the Bible, bitch, all you had to do was lay down with woman to be married to woman. That's why promiscuity is, is such a bad fucking thing. But you can't tell these dumb bitches this. You can't tell them that. And how the fuck would I know this? Because I've been fucking... <laughs> been fucking go I've been fucking forced to go in the church until I was like what 17 maybe was when I finally said like yeah I'm not going to church yeah I'm not doing that it's gonna be a no for me dog all right hit hit these hit these hit these motherfucking bitches with the Randy Jackson it's gonna be a no for me dog all right can't go to LA. Anyway, how how long is this? How long is this shit? Shit can't be that long. Maybe I'm just talking too fucking much. Oh, we got like three minutes. Of with the captor. Okay. All right. He basically used holes like that thing on Futurama that sticks to your head and make you dumb. <laughs> okay, that's what an ungodly hole is, and that <laughs> describes Solomon's situation. Perfectly, wisest man under Jesus, and still succumb to a bitch. And he know everything about bitch nature. Okay, and it's easy for men to just be like, "Oh, I'm mighty, I'm mighty." Yo, I can't with this nigga. Yo, I gotta bring that back, bro. This nigga's burnt, man. And make you dumb. Okay. Okay, that's what ungodly hoe is, and that pretty much describes Solomon's situation. Perfectly, wisest men under Jesus, and still succumb to a bitch, and he know everything about bitch nature. Okay, and it's easy for men to just be like, "Oh, I'm mighty, I'm macho, macho. I'm stronger than the woman. What can a woman do to me?" Okay, but if God, the Creator, tells you not to do something, that means you do not do it, because who knows God's design better than God? You don't know yourself nearly as well as God knows you. Okay, one does not even know themselves as well as they think they do to even get arrogant like that anyway. Okay. Now, you know, some will probably say, oh man, you're overthinking that little Instagram situation. But nothing has changed because the state of society is the way it is because of, you know, Holes being in control of the narrative anyway, you know, like um, the environment example. If you think about the hood, you see a lot of stupid men in the hood, lots of dangerous men in the hood. Why are they like that? Particularly to appease bitches. 
That's what bitches want to see. That's what bitches reward. Okay. The hoe is hell. Okay. And you know. <laughs> Yo, this nigga said the hoe is hell. She she's the um Hell. The um the typical definition of the word hell to where people think it's just a, a paradise for demons or something. It's a fit in her world, you know, like how Solomon Oh fuck, wait a second. Wait a minute. Yo, I am through. This nigga said a paradise. Yo, that has to be the greatest definition of hell. <laughs> hell, the paradise for demons. And it became, they, they gotta be demonic. Okay, because hoes can clean up the hood if they really wanted to by saying she would never fuck a dude that sags his pants uh-uh. ever again in life. She would never fuck a dude that's out there selling drugs or robbing. Negative. Okay, some of the biggest simps in existence are hood niggas. Thank you. Okay, and you think they are ambitious for wanting a drug empire or whatever the heck they're doing illegal. But the true motivation is getting pussy, and that's just the bottom line. Okay, if a chick say Scarface ain't hot, I bet you'll see a lot of less um, Scarface posters on their wall, too. Okay, if bitches said that Jesus was hot, them same niggas will be in church the next day. Okay, and I think I'm going to end this now, so I guess this will be part one. And this has been the Neef Woman message for today, Neef. This nigga's bugged out, man. <laughs> that nigga's shot, man. But he's absolutely correct. Okay, I'll just say that. Oh yeah, this nigga's burnt. He he's burnt. He's burnt. He's fucked up. He's bugging. But he is also absolutely correct. All right. I believe that he is telling the truth. The lie detector test determined you are telling the truth. That's right. My man here was dropping that raw, real red pill from a biblical perspective. A lot of people want to talk shit. I tell niggas to go fuck themselves. And the reason why I say this boldly the way that I say this, because I stand on, 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 on I stand 10 toes down. You feel me? I don't have an entourage of motherfuckers. I don't need to be around gang motherfuckers or a bunch of preppy schoolyard bitch made niggas either i stand alone and i believe in my personal conquest and my personal purpose within life of standing alone is being closer to the most high from that position rather being more concerned of what 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 everybody else is fucking doing I'm just more concerned with getting through the day. You know what I'm saying? I've learned to take things now essentially one day at a time. Especially when the week comes. Next week's going to be a fucking cakewalk. Even if I have to go to work Monday and there's a lot of shit, even though we do have a lot of shit to do next week. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday is definitely going to be days that involves grinding, right? But once that is done, 
I'm off Thursday. I took a personal day, paid day. You smell it? And um, I'm going to do the same thing I'm doing now that I did earlier this week. I think, like I said, this past this past uh, two days alone, I did pretty much over five hours of content. I think there's three hours that I didn't even upload yet, but I'm going to upload that sometime around next week because I plan on taking a, a day break on Monday, even though you guys will still hear um, a lot of my old recordings and shit like that. Um, and yeah, I won't be doing the same shit, man. Cause, uh, motherfuckers go to work. They try to break a nigga down at work physically, you know, nothing, nothing like personal or nothing. It's just <clears throat> a lot of shit that needs to be done. And some people work, some people work different. Like me, I try to be on top of things. So what ends up happening it becomes like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, one o'clock at maximum. And I'm pretty much done everything that I, that I said I was going to do that day. And until about, uh, four o'clock, I'm, I'm essentially asked out and have to wait to fucking go home and clock out. It's pretty bad. Sometimes I gotta admit, it does kind of suck. Anyway, I'm rolling this blunt. Because uh, I feel like it. We're going to go into the next video, which I believe I had marked this down on my notepad. Truth booth, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about Dubai and bitches getting shitted on. Okay? Respectfully. We're going to be talking about bitches in Dubai getting paid to go out to Dubai and get shit on. So uh, without further ado, let's continue. A while back. When I was in Costa Rica on vacation, I met these YouTube girls who basically traveled around the world. They were fucking wild, to say the least. This one girl was a flight attendant, let's call her Kate. Kate constantly hyped me up about traveling. One night we were on the beach with the surf boys, telling wild stories. Kate goes, well, I have the wildest. Bitch, nothing prepared me for that fucking roller coaster Kate took us on. Kate proceeded to tell us that there's this underworld of sex traveling where, if you're lucky, some rich guy will invite you on an all-expense-paid trip. Just because he can. Sometimes full-on sex is involved and sometimes not so much. She said she had been on a private flight from Canada to France and one of the dudes took a liking to her. He invited her to Dubai right there on the spot. Ooh! Take a trip with me to Dubai. She's she like, okay, okay. What are we doing? Well, we're going to do Scott play. You get Shaq. You like Shaq? Shaq play? She's like, what's that? She don't care. She says herself, all right, come on, let's go. Yeah, she getting shitted on. A lot of these dumb, retarded captain. Captain Saver thoughts. Sergeant, fucking Sergeant Saver Simp. <laughs> Sergeant Saver Simp out of nowhere comes in and, and pedestalizes these type of fucking bitches. That's why on Instagram is is the devil. The Insta Instagram is the devil. More 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 demonic. In fact, more disrespectful and demonic than pornography. Why? You may ask. Because you have teenagers following 
these Instagram thoughts. These teenagers are idolizing the Instagram whore. Street meat. On the internet, I like to use the term thought bot. She's nothing more than a thought bot. A thought bot can be a representation of a fake account on a dating app. An account to just lure men into OnlyFans and lure men into webcam girls and ultimately uh, lure men into the pits of hell. The depths of debt, the money that these fucking men put in to these bitches that they're not even communicating with, at this point, it's fucking disturbing. But then on the other hand, you got these women who dismiss all these other guys because they got bigger and better things to do, like get shat on. You know what I mean? And getting fucking <laughs> completely um this just completely disrespected, completely like violated for profit and clout. God bless America. She had to be careful taking his info because she could lose her job for fraternizing. But they exchanged numbers anyway. She said he took her out a couple of times in France and was the perfect gentleman. He opened yeah. doors for her, yeah. paid for everything yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. That's the only thing that made that man a gentleman. Keep that in mind. I want guys to remember, and women, if you consider me a bad person, remember the tender swindler. And remember how all these women were factuated with this guy who had the diamond. Uh, he was part of the diamond uh, industry. And then he ended up swindling these bitches. Keep in mind, all these women said the same thing about him. He's the ultimate gentleman. They never met him yet. They just see pictures of him online. They just know. In their mind, subconsciously, they're saying, he can pay for this. He can do that. He can, he can, he can change my life around. Like, this is how a lot of these women look at these type of guys. They'll give them credit just off a of presentation alone. The average guy gets walked right past on or the, the, the average guy gets ghosted in a lot of cases. Once in the heat of the moment, she kissed him, but was taken aback like he wasn't expecting that. She was afraid he'd cancel the earlier invite to Dubai, but he didn't. <sighs> Mind you, this man is super cute, supposedly, yeah. and she was clearly into him, too. Yeah. Though their time together was brief, she had to go back to Canada and him to L.A., but with the plans for their rendezvous in Dubai. Trizzy. Back home, she had to tell her boyfriend that she had a small gig over in Dubai, and he was like, no problem. What an understanding boyfriend. Sad, ain't it, guys? This can be any woman. Well, not any woman, but this can be uh, for the for the portion of attractive women. This essentially could be any woman. You see what I mean? Especially a woman who got a lot of follows and a lot of a lot of traffic on her IG. Their dream is to go to Dubai and go and participate and partake in all that for profit. And they'll easily do it 
around their boyfriend. Hell, ask some of these women who are married. They'll do it amongst their husbands. So she booked the flight and flew to Dubai where she said he had set her up in an amazing room with a view and would later meet up with the gentleman after they both got some rest. Later that evening, they had dinner then shockingly, he took her back to the hotel and left. This made her wonder what the fuck was wrong with this man, if she only knew. The next morning, he texts her and says get ready, dress classy, you have an hour. Cool. So she gets ready and a Mercedes comes to pick her up. It's a long ass ride, but oh well. When she finally arrives at her destination, she was warmly welcomed to a beautiful big ass mansion with literally no neighbors for miles. She walked into the mansion to find a bunch of older dudes smiling about with each other and other girls who seemed right about her age. She's starting to get the idea. It's a bunny ranch. She still doesn't see an issue. Her host greets her and shows... Yeah, because she already knew what she was signing up for. She just wants to be a hoe. She's able to be a hoe with the boyfriend's approval because he's a fucking moron. He's too secure. He's too secure in himself and what he thinks that his woman is capable of. That's why a lot of guys... They don't really know their woman like they say they do. They don't really know their woman like they say they do. Because under different circumstances, or of of course, if you were not present in the situation, she may do other things and act other ways around certain people for certain things. Turn around a bit, then asks her to go enjoy herself. She talked with the girls and some were really nice, but a few of them were really nervous. She just chalks it up to them being newbies. LOL, they were not. She also noticed the men weren't drinking even though there was a lot of alcohol present. Most of them were just having coffee. At some point in the evening, they all sat down to dinner and she said she'd never eaten that good before. After dinner, They played games and everyone slowly drifted off to bed. She tried to follow her host but he said no, her room was on the other side of the mansion. Weird. So, she passes out and at about 2.30am there's a soft knock on the door. One of the attendants has come to get her for the games. Games? At 2.30. She puts on some... Eyes wide shut. Sweats and was escorted to the living area where there had been furniture just hours before was now empty except for buckets and sex toys. Oh my god. The other girls were already there and waiting around too. Some were confused and the nervous girls were now shaking. The men came in and the girls were instructed to strip. (laughs) Yo! These niggas are foul, bro. <laughs> Yo, these niggas are foul. <laughs> That's my white boy. What the fuck is going on, button, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to play it again. These bitches 
were woken up. Like they thought, and that's like the shock factor. That's what. That's how I know that this type of shit is true. Because like it's like a mind. It's it's a mind game. It's like prison type of. It's not prison, but like they they made everything seem so regular. But the bitch said the, the niggas was drinking coffee. You know what coffee does. <laughs> Yo, that's disrespectful. They was drinking coffee and shit in this little mansion party that they had. And then they were told to lay down in another, you know, another room that was across the mansion, pretty much on the other side of the mansion, while these people were able to move all the furniture and put all the shit out there. That's some like psychotic, mythological shit that I that's how I know that this could possibly be true. I hate to say that. It's very fucking disturbing and disgusting and all this other shit. But these bitches sign up for it. And God damn it. The fact that these women are willing to talk about it, all power to them. But God damn, this is bad. Hesitantly, they all did. She watched in horror as a jovial, fat German man walked over to a bucket, dropped his pants and took a shit standing over it. He pulled his pants up and walked over to one of the girls and hand-fed her his shit. He literally dipped his hand in the bucket, scooped shit and told the girl to open wide for him to to put it in her mouth. (laughs) He looked at her expectantly and she started chewing. So, at this point Kate is contemplating to leave but her host lets her know she is stuck there. They took her phone and there were no cars and no one for miles. He tells her if she wanted to opt out, she'd have to find her own way out and miss out on the money. Money. What money? He proceeded to explain the game. As he does, she looks around and saw the men smiling and the girls, well, were calculating how much they can take. 50k. Last the weekend and you get 50k each. At this point, the girl chewing starts gagging. The man with the bucket holds it out and she pukes into it. He grins wide and moves to the next girl as if challenging her. Tears in her eyes, she opens her mouth. This was only the beginning. One girl... Oh my god. Shit. That is bad. We're going to get through this. Oh, my God. That's terrible. All right, we're going to get through this, and then we're going to end this portion of the episode off. That way, later on, a little bit later on, I can jump back in and possibly do another hour and a half. And then the exception of nighttime, pretty much around this time, a little bit earlier around this time in the p.m., I will probably be still podcasting because, like I said, I got a lot of shit to discuss. It's just I don't want to go over the hour and 30 minute mark. So we're at an hour and 17 minutes. So I know we can get through this. But, man, this shit is um, gruesome. Had the contents of the bucket stuffed up her ass. Kate said she ate a solid piece of shit as others were ordered to slide across the floor on their stomach while licking up shit. At some point, girls lined up for a human centipede, if you know what that is, all while actual sex and partner swapping was taking place. She said the men would frequently pop laxatives like Molly so that they had a free flow of shit the entire weekend. 
This yo, popping laxatives like Molly. This is utterly shambolic. Jesus the girls Christ. had to sleep in the filth, and it felt like the only reason they fed them was so that they'd vomit and increase the nastiness. After having their fill, the men would go back to their rooms to shower, sleep and whatever. Several girls opted out and were allowed to leave but got paid nothing. Those who made it to the final night, were sprayed down with the rest of the filth and retired to their rooms. The next morning, they were summoned to breakfast and the men ate and drank and joked like nothing happened all weekend. Each girl collected her cash and was allowed to leave. She said, as she was getting into her car, this sick man, the host had the audacity to say, hope to see you at the next one. When Kate got back to Canada, she took a work sabbatical and underwent intense therapy because the sight of anything brown and creamy would trigger her. She didn't tell her boyfriend about it until a year later, and he promised not to tell anyone what she did. The fact that he stayed with you is the fact that I know he's a simp and a piece of shit as a man. No disrespect, but what a piece of shit as a man. And what a piece of shit as a woman. I'm sorry, but that was a lot of, that was very, that was a very graphic story. But I tend to have very little sympathy for these women. I, I, I really do, because you have to understand their love for money. It's it just the wickedness of modern women in a lot of cases just beyond me. You see what I mean? So much so that uh, a man who is righteous of any nationality, especially a black man, he's exiled and considered the coon or he's exiled and considered the lame. See what I mean? So you already have that alignment that sort of women have to just wickedness, narcissism, and, and complete and utter materialism. But hey, that guy's a fucking simp. Definitely. It. But he couldn't be with her. He said he was keeping the car though. It was the least she could do after putting him through all that. Thank you. Never mind. <laughs> that nigga bounced. He said, yeah, on, on the other hand, can't deal with you. She found it fair and let him keep it. When she was done telling her story, the air was still. The silence was deafening and everyone was in ducking shock wondering why would anyone ever tell that story. Days later, to my surprise, I met her while she was planning another sex travel. It seemed like she hadn't learned her lesson, but she did say she refuses to meet with the men anywhere other than the hotel bar or restaurant and always as backup when they go to the rooms. Whatever that means, I never spoke to or saw her again after that. I hope to see her one day, though, for more juicy stories. Yeah, that's cool, I guess. It's a very sad, twisted, and disturbing lifestyle. The next story you may hear from her is in a fucking newspaper. Dumb bitches rotting in a fucking trunk somewhere. You know what I mean? Getting pissed on, shitted on, and getting completely violated. The lie detective test determined you are telling the truth. That's the, that's the fucking facts. But see, our... Our 
society and our culture tells us we must feel sorry for these women. We actually must respect those type of women. That right there should that right there should let people know, let men know how wicked women can get. This isn't this isn't celebrity. Niggas hear about oh all the shit that goes on in Hollywood and all that shit, but these are bitches that are trying to reach fortune and fame and trying to get money. So these these men scope out Instagram for these super attractive IG models and they offer them you know, the, the opportunity of a lifetime. Now, some bitches are told flat out what's going to be taking place. Other bitches just show up and just think it's going to be just a regular sex party. And um, they leave traumatized, having to see therapy. And I laugh. I think the shit's funny. And I don't I don't feel bad one way about this shit whatsoever. Especially knowing that she had a boyfriend that's the most wicked part about it. If she was just single in a thought, she she she's just she's just um, she's essentially community property that's trying to go worldwide. That that wouldn't be seen as a bad thing. But considering the fact that she was in a, a committed relationship, or at least if she was doing shit like this, she did more things before behind the man's back. That's like relationships. To me, dude, that shit is just out of the question for me. You can't trust today's women. You really can't. And I've already stated this. Well, why can you say that about women, but you can't say that about men? Because men still, and at the core, believe in monogamy. A man will most likely stick by the woman that he's with. Even if he moves around and does, it sleeps with a woman, he's not going to be necessarily emotionally attached to the woman he's cheating on. Or the woman he's cheating with, I should say. The women who sleep around and the women who do all this perverse shit, they come back and need therapy because these bitches take shit to the maximum. These bitches are products of their own destruction. You never see, like I said, you've never seen as many stories as you hear now about this. There's so many videos. I just wanted to get something that was short and that was straight to the point and that really exposes what these women do when they talk about going to Dubai. Now, let me ask you a question, right? A lot of women will probably go, a lot of women will go out to Dubai just to seek out men to find those type of activities and those type of arrangements. And see, those are the women you probably never hear from again. They're just probably used as sex trafficking. You don't understand, like, when people, they, people don't really think. That's the, best, that's the biggest problem in our society. We, we think, but we think on behalf of others. We think on behalf of culture, what our parents, with our family thinks, what our friends think. We don't necessarily get a chance to think on behalf of ourselves, right? Corruption in our society is like hand in hand. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Our society and corruption is like peanut butter and jelly. When you have thoughts being 
you had thoughts being essentially leaders of certain communities and leaders of certain culture and media, what you essentially create is a uneducated echo chamber. You create the uneducated echo chamber. And these are a bunch of ignorant ass motherfuckers who don't have they may have one perspective that somebody else told them, but they don't they can't grasp the idea that one aspect can help you on one end, but another person's aspect on the opposite end can also help you. They don't keep that in mind. So a lot of guys who consider themselves, quote unquote, red pill, they won't acknowledge some of the logical shit that Jordan Peterson does say. Regardless of how he feels about Trump or conservatives, that means nothing to me because for the most part, he doesn't necessarily talk political. But that's sort of like to each his own in a sense. But anyway, we went through a, a, a real crazy dynamic. That is what you would consider the modern day fifel. You'll see a bitch, you'll see a bitch make a lot of money, right? You'll see a bitch make a lot of money. You'll say, well, damn, she must be grinding. She must be really getting to the bag. Yeah, she getting to the bag, all right. She getting to that brown bag, booty bag, (laughs) booty juice bag. That's what them bitches are. Booty juice bag bitches. Bunch of booty juice bag bitches amazing anyway then we're gonna wrap this up for part one we will have part two on the way soon i'm thinking about uploading what i did yesterday but i might just save that for the week ahead but who knows but as i always say it's technically uh the beginning towards the middle of the day in the meantime and in between time and until next time Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, signing out. Peace.